Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm not Kyle, I'm Jay. And joining me this week is Lucas from Deutschland. Hello, wie geht's? Und Tim from Canada. Hey bud, I'm Tim. <laughs> Hey, good to have you here, eh? <laughs> oh, what are you chucking a boot? Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, it's funny, Tim. So I'm like um, probably 40 minutes, maybe last 30 minutes from the border to Canada, about for, about 40 minutes. And so sometimes I'll meet people that, that say I sound like I'm Canadian. And I'm like, I don't think so. And I, I just contribute it to being that close to the border. But we've kind of just like, there's like this 45 minute bubble on either end of the, the border that's just like, we're all the same people. I you mean, know? you just sound like general, like that yeah. big cluster of Northeastern seaboard, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You're just one of those. Just one of those. Yeah. <laughs> so I will, I will say we were talking to somebody the other day about names of restaurants and stuff and one of my favorite things was like the first time i went up to kingston uh in ontario like it's just like some of the names of the places were just like pizza pizza big burger and i'm just like what is <laughs> like very like literal like beer outlet <laughs> oh yeah <God>. okay <clears throat> like you know we have all these fancy names and like you know uh brands and stuff and you guys are just like pizza pizza are um the town that's not the second closest town to me. The biggest store is called the Liquor and Lumber. And guess what they sell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Man, it sounds like heaven it. for a lumberjack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is it is quite the like rural store of like we have all the tools you need and all the beverages to make you do the work. Uh, that's perfect. I would love that place. I want that place here. That's like that's my kind of place. Yeah, you got to cut down trees. We got you covered. And since you're cutting down trees, we got alcohol for you. <laughs> yep. yep. Oh, man. All, all they need is like some flapjacks and good God, I'm in. <laughs> Dude, I, I legitimately love pancakes. Can we just talk about that for a second? Like, they're so good. Right? Like, pancakes are the best. They are delicious, but yeah. I can only have so many. I feel like... <laughs> Well, yeah. like I never feel good after eating pancakes, you know? Well, yeah, <laughs> it's fair. like, yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, you never think about it ahead of time where you're like, well, I'm just going to have one. You know, it's always like, I'm going to have two to three. And that's, again, then you're like, that was a mistake. Or you go to a breakfast place and you order your meal and then it comes with the stack of pancakes. And, you know, I, I grew up Scottish. My, my grandma's Scottish. So she's the kind of person she eats an apple. She eats the whole apple and yep. there's three seeds in a stem. So it's like, you do not leave anything on those plates. So when I always see that stack, it's like I eat my meal and the three pancakes are taunting me. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, you're not going to waste down the hatch. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. I, I spent a lot of time in my youth with my grandparents and uh, they always, my grandfather always had a deal and he was the same way. Like apple, like all that sounds just like him. And it would be like, Hey, if we're going out to eat or we're making you something like you request at home, uh, you're licking that plate clean. Like that's, this is how this is going to work. And so, yeah, I'm the same way where I'm just like, Nope, I'm finishing this. <laughs> There's nothing you yeah. can do about it world. Yeah. And then I usually, but it helps you portion control. Cause eventually you get to the point where you're so sick of stuffing yourself. And then like you actually order how much food you need. Yeah. No, sure. that sure. never, that Maybe. doesn't, that's not, <laughs> that's not how it works for me. But okay, that sounds good, buddy. Sorry, I'm just trying to cope. I just like I, I'm that I'm that guy that's like uh, two slices of pizza, and then I'm like, yeah, I could do a third, and then I'm like through the third, I'm like, man, I don't know. Now nah, I'm gonna, maybe I could do a fourth, and the next thing you know, whole pizza's gone. Done that yeah, before. It's... I've housed the... an entire large pizza and been like, the, oh, uh, all you can eat deep dish pizza at Epticon broke my brain. Because like, yeah, oh, you can eat pizza. Like that's gotta be like, yeah, like maybe six pieces, maybe seven. Yeah, no, that's. <laughs> and I made it to four and was like, this fourth one was a mistake. <laughs> See, this year I paced myself because we did the same thing last year, and I ate so much pizza that I just remember like laying in bed the night after the TFT dinner. <laughs> 
was just my stomach swollen, just like <laughs> feeling so sick and just like, oh, I got to go do things tomorrow. <laughs> so and for, for the listeners at home, yeah, at Adepticon every year, we we do our fifth trooper dinner with all the with everyone that works for the fifth trooper. And and Rachel and I get everybody all you can eat pizza uh, in Chicago. And uh, last year we made the mistake of because it's such a great deal, like it had salad and pasta, too. So we're like, yeah, yeah do the whole thing and like barely anybody ate it and those who did like regretted it because the pizza then came out you know so uh so this year we just did the pizza we were just like ah, oh, yeah just the pizza it was a smart change yeah 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 yep well i remember i took some pasta home and uh i was so full and then the next day it was sitting there i didn't have a microwave so for breakfast i was just like eating cold pasta it was like all right, I'm saving money, but so depressed. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, that night too, we sent uh, Jordan from Skullforge was there, and he he was about to have another another kid, and so we sent like seven boxes of stuff home with him. <laughs> We're just like, yeah, man, take all this because basically, once they cooked the food and brought it out, that's it. It's ours now, right? They can't take it back, so they like packed to go boxes, and there's like. It was like it was seven so boxes. Food. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, those are always fun. I, I, I really enjoy those. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, we're gonna talk about Legion, I guess. Uh, on this podcast, we've got a plethora of bear topics. So, <laughs> we have a very fuzzy theme today. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, Lucas, why don't you tell us what happened this past weekend there, Brosif? Yeah, so our first bear topic is uh, in Germany this past weekend. We had the Battle Bear Open, which is Jawohl. the second. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is um, we have a local store that's run by Killian. He's the one that does all those crazy paint jobs. If you've seen oh, like the yeah. Upside Down Spider, he got first place for best painted vehicle at Adepticon, second place for best painted miniature, and he was a runner up for best painted army. So super talented painter, but he uh, hosts a shop and has tournaments all the time. And this is his big annual um, open tournament. And so it was a 48-person tournament, two days with um, five rounds, and then a shadow six round um, to get an undefeated winner. And I was able to make it because that is my local store. So it's just a two-hour train right away. And um, two hours is a little bit much to go back and forth. So I was able to convince the wife to come with me and get a hotel. So my wife got to uh, meet all the, the German Legion players. And also nice. see the Legion stuff. So she might be painting some massage ventrices and malls coming up soon. She kind of got the a little bit of the Legion bug being there. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. Pretty huge. <laughs> That's really um, huge. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, we uh, not to derail too much from the tournament, but we've been watching like YouTubers who do all this modeling stuff. And mm -hmm. she's like, oh, that looks so fun. She's super craftsy. She does like painting mm -hmm. and tons of knitting and different things. And she's like, oh, that looks really fun making little towns and whatnot. And then seeing all the tables and painted models kind of got her excited. So stay tuned. There might be a uh, Mrs. Technophobia showing up at some, uh, some events in the future. Whoa. Oh, boy. How are we ever going to cope? <laughs> I don't know. But I yeah, the this coffee. Event, yeah. <laughs> At this event, though, um, most of the German guys who are like in the tournament scene all came down. So, um, like, you know, Finn, Marcus, Johannes, Dennis, uh, Richard, um, who else? Joel. A lot of people coming down Selim came and traveled to this. So it was about a 50 person tournament and it had all the top guys in the air. So it was really fun. Um, and at this event, I decided to play Double Dark Troopers mm. for the people, though, because this Friday I'm putting out an article talk about what I want to be fixed in the errata. And I've played against dark troopers and it was miserable and suffering. And I was like, if I'm going to, you know, put out this article slamming them that they need to be nerfed, I, you know, need some firsthand experience before I can say this. Yeah. And um, so I took double dark troopers and then I didn't know what to pair them with. So I just did Boba and Bosk because if you guys know, I've been double bounty player for a long time. So I was like, let's make half the army something familiar with. So it can kind of carry me as I learn how dark troopers work. Turns out they're pretty easy to play. But uh, day one, I had three games and went undefeated and um, had, I would say, most of the games were like the Dark Troopers pretty much stomped. It's kind of ridiculous. And then even I played against Johannes. And if you guys know what he plays, he plays a uh, triple bark with RPS and it came with saber throw and two clones with RPS, like an army that should destroy Dark Troopers. Right. 
and it was a close game in the end, um, but it still pulled out ahead. And that was kind of a moment for me. Like Johannes is one of the top guys in Europe playing a list that on paper is a counter to mine. And I was still able to pull it off in the end. Mm. And then um, day two had two more good games played against um, Rebels with Richard. Rebels are also in a tough spot and his recover was able to essentially just mob the center with my dark troopers and my bounty hunters take the center box. He tried to do a back flank and with Bob and the dark troopers was able to fend it off. And then uh, the final game of the day I played against double Sith. So it was Asajj and Dooku. And uh, basically the way this army functions is you have Bosk and Boba. And on your first few turns, you play like lying in wait turn one. So you have order control on Bosk and you can follow up with like Boba's one pip. And so you essentially have really good order control on your bounty hunters in the first two turns. So you're just weaving in and out, taking long range shots. And then turns three and four, you just crash with the dark troopers. And like they can't shoot Bosk anymore because if you're shooting Bosk, you're not shooting the dark troopers. And so it kind of worked out really well the army in general even though it seems kind of like you just threw two random things together but um was able to pull it out again against the double sith and end up five zero and uh, if you guys know finn he's another top german he was the other five zero and uh, he had an eight hour drive ahead of him and so uh he and killian came over and they said do you really want to play the final because you and finn finn's a one of the people here in germany so i play him all the time and there's yeah. nothing on the line uh so we called it there and um, I had the better SOS because he was the pair down. So I was able to take the whole event and get my uh, my first win. In in Germany? Your first tournament win? Is my first saying. tournament win in Germany, yeah. Because oh, I got okay. second place okay. at Im Norden, which is the big German tournament. Yeah. Uh, that's the one where Marcus beat me in the final. And then this one, uh, I would have been playing Finn and he was playing the Black Sun spam list. So it would have been definitely a tough matchup. Um but like I said, I had played Johannes and a few of the other top guys. So I had a really strong strength of schedule going through it. Yeah. So, yeah, I ended up grabbing it in the end. You know, I, of course, would have liked to have beat him. But when they were like, oh, you can go home early and sleep in <laughs> instead of staying late. I was like, you know what? I will take the win and go home early. <laughs> yeah, I have to say a little sidetrack, but like these this new double day tournaments, I both like and hate. Like I like I like the idea of it, right? And 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 getting a better like uh, winner, you know, at the end of these tournaments. I also hate that it's two days, and now you know what I mean. Like now it's now I have to plan like at all these events or these big events are doing it, like Nova, and I think Gen Con might end up doing it this year. I'm not sure 100 percent on that one. I know Nova is for sure, but like doing these two-day events where it's like so before when we first started i just had to give up my friday or saturday at a convention now it's mm -hmm. friday and saturday i have you know what i mean it's just, or saturday and sunday like whatever it ends up being it's just i don't know i get it yeah it, it's just a lot at least for these right in the the local area there's m norden this and then typically like a world qualifier so there's like three multi-day events so it's not too hard to set aside if you, i mean if you travel more right there are a lot um and then there's the stores but i guess that's kind of a side effect of legion just getting bigger right the, the bigger the tournament you need more rounds if you want a winner but i really do like how the germans do a shadow round at the end for example m norden is um a seven round tournament so it's six rounds and has a shadow seventh round because, for example, last in Norden, Marcus took the whole thing, but uh, the other uh, undefeated player just didn't play the final round because he was like, oh, you know what, like, don't need to worry about that. So right. it kind of works out, right? If you're if there's not a world's invite on the line, just have it a shadow round and let the players decide if they want to go for it or not. Yeah. Uh, okay, let me ask you this. So generally, a lot of these are three one day, two the next day, and and you guys are doing shadow rounds, but we don't, we haven't done that at any of the events around here. <clears throat> Would you rather have it be three and two or four and one? Three and two. Uh, four is a long day. Cause it also, I, if I'm coming back for a second day, I feel like I want to play more than one game, you know? Agreed. Okay. Because, yeah, three rounds on a second day, you're pretty tired, so you're not always super motivated yeah. to do the last one. But, like, if four is a brutal day. Yeah. I mean, we've all done them before, right? Yeah. I just – I guess I'm just, like, thinking, okay, do I want to give up another 
seven hours of a convention or or an event or like you know because half the time i think it's different when it's local to you right but like if you're going to like gen con or nova or like these big events there's other stuff going on not so much like the flg stuff but like because they're always i guess you know if you're going to vegas or something but there's always some other stuff going on and so you're like oh i want to go do this well i can't though because seven hours tomorrow i have to play two more rounds so like in my head i was like okay what my my one day is gone anyways because of three rounds Mm -hmm. so maybe i just play the fourth and then if i just have to come back for three hours on the next day then i can at least have the rest of that day to do whatever else i'm i'm into you know and i I, evan and i talk about this all the time but the more games you play and that you enjoy like the more difficult it becomes to sign up for these tournaments like this because it's like you're basically saying you know with, with legion and and warhammer and some of these longer games conquest i think very similar time time table but like you're saying hey i'm i'm giving up two to three days just for this one game but i yeah. also wanted to play mcp and i also wanted to play x-wing malifaux you know whatever whatever your other you know drugs are it just uh i don't know i'm just try- i've been thinking about a lot about that lately like how do you balance all that you know yeah see for me legion's all i got i i don't i know i don't have enough time to invest in multiple games so it makes it a little easier yeah yeah it- and it's it's interesting how we've gone because you know in the beginning it was just three rounds and whoever won by SOS that's who won and we moved on with our lives, and I understand getting away from that because we want true winners but like yeah I don't know I I also kind of miss those days <laughs> where it was just like and that's done now I could do something else cool yeah I mean at least store tournaments are still that way like yeah. Battle Bear for example gets up to thirty people pretty regularly. Um, Wow. And so, like, with that, it's just an SOS cut. But, you know, I personally, I do enjoy having the multi-day things. Because, um, you know, if I'm traveling somewhere, for this was local to me. But say I'm going farther to, like, M. Norden. Or uh, they had, like, the Hanover World Qualifier last year. I, I wasn't in Germany yet, but that's yeah. a bit farther for me. I do enjoy having a couple days to play Legion. Because otherwise, you know, a multi-hour, like, an eight-hour train ride for three games. Yeah is a bit much sometimes but i also find that like the two-day things um also really help bring communities together right like that that night the night between the two days often you know people go out and get yeah suppers together whereas if it's just a one-day event usually people like you know do a tournament great good to see everyone go home right um or go to something else whereas if it's you're sort of in tournament mode the whole time um yeah Yeah, there's a lot more hanging out in the germans case karaoke (laughs) (laughs) They love their karaoke. <laughs> That's good. What else? And interesting. Little... Yeah, I got this little thing for the the video viewers. He made a Ooh. golden Grogu for all the the top players in faction. <laughs> little battle bear. So hand painted by Killian. I think it's just gold airbrush, <laughs> but <laughs> my own hand painted piece. What? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just one color. Yeah, he still panned it. <laughs> Just hit it with a rattle can and move on. Like, what are we doing? Oh, that's cool though. That's a that's a cool award. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so it's it was a great event. Killian did a great job. I think before uh, we move Killian's on, awesome. Yeah, I just want to touch on Dark Troopers too. Uh, All right, please the... tell us about everything. How overpowered <laughs> they are. Tell us. Yes, tell I us, did it for... Lucas. Tell us. <laughs> I did it for the people, you know. People are like, "Oh, you're playing Dark Troopers." I'm like, "I'm doing this all for you." All right, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like my my closest games were against the Re- the Republic with Shadow of the Impact, and then the other really only other close game was against Dark Troopers again. I was playing against Mafi, and it it just does not feel great that when you play games against an army that like isn't teched for you, they, mm. it feels like they have no chance. And then when you even play an army that's heavily teched, you still have an advantage. And I don't want to spoil fully the article, but basically like the amount of impact in the game has gone up by a ton and double dark troopers right now as an archetype have the highest win rate out of anything right now. So I, it, I don't think it's a super healthy sign that everyone's teching for this army to try and counter it. And it still has the highest win rate. 
I mean, I played um, against Mediocre Mitch at uh, Adapticon, which, like, same list archetype as you, double dot retrievers, two yeah. bounty hunters. And, like, again, on paper, like, my list, like, dodge spam plus a bunch of impact. Not a bunch of impact, but, like, a bunch of critical and some decent impact. And I barely won that game. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, against, like, so my list was, like, pretty much the exact counter to that list. Mm. Um, or at least checked enough that I I felt like it was I was probably advantage in the matchup and then I barely won. And yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, they're quite, crazy. Quite the list. That, that doesn't even I, I wanted to play this one too because it doesn't have the IRG. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people say, oh the IRG guardian is the whole problem. It that's not the only problem. I think mm-hmm. they're too cheap. Like the fact that you can the fact that I can fit Boba Fett Bosk kitted out with upgrades and two dark troopers kit out with upgrades. Like how does that work? And it's 10 activations, right? You can do two ATSs and do this, but then you're running an eight activation list. Like I was right. getting lasts with boss with lying in wait all the time and have it. Yeah. It, it just feels very oppressive because it kind of breaks all the rules. And, you know, I've never played this before. I mean, it took blizzard force. I was losing with a bunch until I got practice in, and then I felt mediocre with it. Whereas it's the dark troopers just feel they're very easy to play and there's not much room for counterplay. Okay. Let me bring up a topic. And I think, Tim, you've been on when I've done this before, but I, I want to bring this up again. Do we really need erratas and changes? Or is just through the 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 nature of the beast of new units coming out, new stuff always coming out, does it end up fixing itself over time? I guess if you're saying balance through power creep, I'd rather not see that in particular. But I think as far as if you're referring to like, does the meta shift to beat it? Um, I think the fact that everyone's bringing impact and they're still winning says no. So, I mean, I think you could balance through new units just being more busted. Uh, but one thing I really enjoyed about Legion was the fact that old units always felt good. And like the, you know, I do like the errata. like Vader's awesome now. With yeah. The different changes. And I'd love to see, you know, Commander Luke get like a command slot and go down 10 points. And then I think Commander Luke is a cool option. So personally, I really love Arata and that that kind of game plan with it all because it, it's a way to sell a product. It lets you use your old models, get them back on the table. Hopefully it will lead to more list variety. But so so do you ver okay, okay. Maybe let me let me rethink my position on this. So could you potentially do errata and point changes on older stuff to balance out the meta versus kneecapping newer stuff that's really good right now because the older stuff hasn't been touched? I think it's a little both. I, I think the biggest effort should be making old units better and then you just kneecap the one or two things. Because it's not like it's a widespread issue. It's really mm-hmm. just like Dark Troopers and Blizzard are the two big problems. And you could say, you know, Black Sun and Boba are overtuned. But like if you just kneecapped Dark Troopers and Blizzard, I think we'd be in a much better place. And then, you know, there's a lot right. of other units you can bring up. So it's like in my article, I write, I have four nerfs I call for, and I have like 30 buffs I call for. <laughs> but, and sorry, Tim, I'll let you get in here too. Let me ask you this then. When you kneecap stuff, do you open the door for see the problem I have is like okay, uh um uh pikes, right? Like pikes got hit hard right before Blizzard and Dark Troopers came out, and then dark, you know, they then Blizzard and Dark Troopers kind of took over and started like dominating. If that was never done to pikes. Would Pikes have been kind of a good, and what happened to Rebels through that dodge spam, you know, massacre? Would would then these two Rebel dodge spam and Pikes have a better opportunity in the meta against the against Blizzard and Dark Troopers? Like did did knee did kneecapping dodge spam open the door? for blizzard force and dark troopers to really take over 
Yes, but I think Blizzard Force also needed to be nerfed with Pikes. And because Pikes right now, for example, are doing quite well. Like in the data, they have like average win rates. Mm -hmm. So I think my, I would say the Pikes are an example of a good nerf. Okay. And it's that the, the Blizzard was overlooked and Dark Troopers are new. So, you know, yeah. But I don't know if you feel differently, Tim, but like at least for me, I think the Pikes are in a really great spot now. One of the, biggest things about dark troopers being as good as they are like i mean one people are teching against them super hard and they're still doing well but two as someone who you know likes playing vehicles right now especially the like lightly armored vehicles quote unquote like your um air speeders your atrts your things like that that are like not super meaty just get absolutely stomped on by all the impact right if you're mm. teching to take out 24 wounds of or dark troopers <laughs> like two air speeders flying at you you're like you're just going to push them right off the table right and that's where a like that's like straight like that's as literally unbalanced right like it's like not only that is it overpowered but it's unbalanced in that to tech uh, against yeah. this one thing you're hurting this other thing so much right like air speeders and atrts that have to come up so much right now whereas if you just tamp down a dark like right like vehicles were in a decent place before dark troopers right um, like some people brought some impact, mm -hmm. but there wasn't a lot. And like in general, if you brought vehicles, like every once in a while you get stomped on by impact, but you felt pretty good. Yeah. Whereas now, like I like even like the big tanks will often just get stomped on because there are only nine wounds of red saves, whereas people are teching to take out twenty four wounds of red saves. That's fair. So, so Mister Double Heavy over there, I'm sure you want. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to play vehicles. I mean, you want to play Ewoks, but yes. Yeah. No, I mean, I that is that's definitely something because, oh uh, gosh, there was some tournament recently that I was thinking about going to, and I was like, what the hell am I going to play? And I'm like, I'll just play double heavy. And then I was like, well, no, I can't because I'll get I'll get demolished with all the the anti dark trooper, right? So then I was like, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know what to play. And then I'm like, that's great. I'm not going. Uh, and so, and then I'm just waiting for Ewoks to come out. That's, that's my <laughs> new like thing. And I'm, I'm on a hunger strike until Ewoks come out. Um, but for other reasons too, but yeah, no, I think, I think you're right. It's just, I'm just an interesting conversation, right? Like yeah. the problem is he here's where I struggle is sometimes I feel and I felt like this with FFG it's, this is not a slight against AMG, but sometimes I feel they make some changes. They know what's coming. So like, I, it's hard for me to like envision that they don't go, okay, if we do this, how does this affect these next two waves that we have coming out? Right. And sometimes it feels like it's just done for the moment to like shut us up versus like a, a good balance change to actually like be prepared for these next waves you know and and i was wondering that with like the fact that they didn't do anything to blizzard force like oh maybe they maybe something's coming that's gonna like maybe ewoks are like kind of the answer to dark troopers and uh, and a little bit maybe you know with some of their command cards that we saw we don't know what the rest of the ewoks do i mean we're going to talk about something <laughs> but here in a second but we don't know some of the more specific stuff that ewoks do that maybe counter armor and all this stuff right and so i don't know it just seems odd my worry is just i think that's like how you get power creep right like yeah you see with like, you know, Pokemon cards over time, the old cards are unplayable because they just kept balancing by making newer and better things. Yeah. Um, and so it's, I I want old stuff to still be good. And I know like designs change, you know, so maybe at some point like Jin should be reworked kind of like Vader was, you know, the game shifts. Um, but I think that's why it's kind of like you, every there's usually one or two things that are too good and you can just bring those down and then slowly over time bring it back up and i think rex is a good example of right he needed to be kneecapped rex star was awful but i think now if they brought him down by 10 points like he'd be fine and yeah that's a pretty easy change we've had time and i, I think a big difference too is like when stuff is getting tested or they only have so many testers and you iterate on different things. Mm -hmm. Whereas once it's out in the community, everyone's playing with that same thing yeah. over and over and over. And that's when you really start to see, cause I mean like blizzard force, when blizzard force first came out, people didn't totally realize it. Like I said, in the, the data article it was coming out because Finn was playing it. It was showing ahead. Um, 
but it took a while to everyone started seeing it that the community sentiment really got behind it. So I think it's also just like when stuff comes out, right? There's bigger numbers and maybe certain things that they, yeah. you know, didn't think about X, Y thing. And then you have this, now you don't just have a group of playtesters, you have the whole globe of Legion yeah, trying and to then think about how to break this. There's always some maniac out there like Lupo who like ends up taking yeah. something so obscure that no one thought was going to be good and just starts smashing face with it. And you're like, what just happened? Like, you know? They are Lila Claire showing up with yeah. eight, eight activation black suns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, anyways, I just like thinking about this stuff. I know. Yeah. People sometimes get upset when I bring this stuff up, but it's just like I'm I'm not saying what we should do. I just like to actively think about solutions that may help. You know, like I really think we're to a point uh, where either you've got to do what Warhammer does, which is come out with a new codex that like re resets everything. Right. And like cha- and like re like just wholesale, like everything that's out that you just change everything or. I think you got to come up with like, like a seasons or like a ban list that says, "Hey, well, these, these units aren't allowed at this event or whatever." See, I I guess it's coming from the esports world originally. I have a little different view. I really like, for example, like a biannual update because the way esports work is they will have seasons, but they will very regularly update and tune things. And so mm-hmm. I would be, I'd be really enthused if they took a model of the kind of you know just regularly kneecap whatever's doing too well. And then they look at whatever's doing really poor and slowly but surely bring those things up. And the idea is by, you know, pushing everything towards the middle. Yeah, you're making new things and upgrading old units, but you should, over time, most units should converge on a middle point. Because at least with like GW, right? When they rewrite the game, it doesn't make the game more balanced. It just makes new things good and other things that used to be good bad. It just changes things. Whereas I prefer going towards the center and you can just every so often errata old units. There are some units that, you know, are showing their age. Like, you know, Droidekas could use like Surge to crit so that they actually do damage. But just little changes like that over yeah. time to, you know, bring old units back into the fold. Um, that'd be ideal for me because that would be sweeping. Just take out the few top things, look at what's doing really poorly and bring it up. Because like, I think the Vader change is the perfect example. Like, yeah, Vader's probably a little overtuned, but he's a one-off hero, so it's not a, a big deal. Yeah. And, um, you know, if we slowly over time did that to all the different characters who are showing their age, um, yeah, Vader's all over the place now. And it, yeah. Okay, yeah, That's yeah. That's my and, dream. Yeah, I guess I'm just, you know, for me, it's always about just thinking about how you do it and the solutions. Because the, the, the problem I have is, now there's so many units out that you could try to bring up stuff that isn't doing well, but there's so many things that aren't doing well. And like, because there's so many things out, right. I don't mean that in a, like this game's bad. I just mean like you don't see fleets, you don't see lats, you don't see, you know, like there's like, there's a ton, you don't see snail tanks for CIS. Like there's like a ton of stuff you just don't see. And I know, I know, snail snail tanks have have an option now, but but you know what I mean. But that's that option was always there. It's just people are thinking about it now, right? And so putting put basically, it's putting the uh, black suns and putting them on a snail tank and ramming it down your opponent's throat. But like that's all that's been there since the black suns came out. It's just. Now somebody played Black Suns and did well, and everyone's like, "Oh right, these are good." Even though we've well, all been like, "Yeah, those are pretty good too," yeah. you know. I think there's a difference between like units that aren't popular and units that aren't popular because they're bad. Like for example, I think the Snail Tank it's also obscure, but like Commander Luke should be popular. He's Luke Skywalker, yeah. And the fact that we don't see much Commander Luke is not because he's not a popular character; it's because he's not good in the game that's fair and so that was something i tried to talk about in this article because i have some stats and numbers on different win rates and so i tried to bring up like i'm not going to focus on all units that aren't played much i want to in particular focus on units that are underperforming and aren't played much because like another cool one is mandos right yeah uh mandalorian resistance are such cool models right everyone if mandos were good you would see mandos everywhere but since they're so bad they're not there and so i think there's a there's certain things like I think the snail tank is a really good example of this. Like Killian was the top separatist player at Worlds playing the snail tank. I think it's just it has a very specific play style, so it's not popular. Um, whereas something like Mandos and Luke, if they were good, you'd see them everywhere. I don't think 
yeah. you know, their, their issues that they're bad. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. Right. Um, but anyways, yeah, good talk. Uh, I guess we can, we can move on to, uh, the other battle bears if we want to do that. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you not in the know and not hip like us, cool cats, uh, AMG announced their, so they announced store kits and now they've announced their world qualifier kits, which are the regionals, the, the big, the big events. Um, and during their spoilage of the cards, uh, they spoiled Ewok skirmishers, which I'm not a hundred percent sure they meant to do. Maybe they did. I'm not sure, but it seemed like an odd way to, to, uh, spoil them, but they spoiled the alt art version that'll be in the world's kits. Oh, and interestingly enough, I don't know how many people picked up on this. I would gather to bet that Ewoks will not be out until end of July or August based on mm -hmm. what they said in that, which was Ewoks to be released in summer. Yep. So. So what else is on the release schedule then? Is Ewoks the next thing? Because no, Cody just uh, came out, right? Ahsoka. Ahsoka's coming out uh, oh, next yes. month, this month, May. Um, and then I think that's it. Yeah, and then I think it's Ewoks, and it's supposedly Ewoks, right? So well, I, yeah. I would guess, I would guess July. Yeah, hopefully early July. Like it's like because Ahsoka's mid May. Yeah, mid to May. late. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if it's like early July, it's sort of a you know month and a half gap, which isn't crazy. Anyway, this card. Who wants to? Who wants to read it? You want to do it, Tammy? You sure. haven't been talking much. No, I keep I've seeing been... a knife flip into the screen. I'm <laughs> real concerned about you. You flaying something in there? Or I'm uh, I'm 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 working on Seraphon models right now, and <laughs> I my my like hobby knife is just actually just like a kitchen knife, and it's really long. Yeah, <laughs> and I like it because it, I am able to do different things with different parts of the blade, but. It is funny that it. I have this like giant like. Whoop, yeah. Boop, yeah. Boop. Well, and you're like you were like cutting the the thing off the sprues, but the way it was like angled with the camera it looked like the knife was just like pointing towards. Oh your yeah. Eye yeah. I mean, I, I like, yeah. I don't. I don't use a knife for the sprues, but I was it's like, fine. What are you? What is happening, <laughs> Tim? Yeah, no. He still has his fingers, so he's doing yeah, something yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's fine. Um. So, um. These Ewoks. So, they're uh. This is the Ewok skirmishers unit. So there could also be other units of Ewoks. We don't know that. It's just Ewok skirmishers. I mean, it's it saying Ewok skirmishers makes me feel like there's like a different like like Ewok warriors or something. But yep. whatever. Um, they're a mercenary unit. They're the little bright tree village symbol, uh, and also have the rebel symbol. So presumably you mean you the can... teardrop. The teardrop, you mean sure. The prison teardrop. Come on, <laughs> this is sure. happening. Sure. Um... Yeah, they have a rebel symbol as well, so they presumably can be taken in your reg regular rebel armies. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you didn't know, after the Battle of Endor, they flew a bunch of Ewoks yeah. off, so now you can fight them <laughs> with all your air speeders and ATRTs. <laughs> um, so they are one health each, one courage, pretty standard for core stuff. They have white defense dice. They mm -hmm. surge to nothing, yep. either on offense or defense. Um, they only have one weapon on their unit card. It is a spear. It is melee only, one black die. Um, they have six troopers in their unit, so I'm sure off the bat they're pretty similar to B1s. Mm -hmm. um, whatever, there are 40 points. Uh, speed two. Some people thought they might be speed one, but they are a little fast little bears. Um, and then they can take a heavy weapon, a personnel, and a training. And they have the keywords on their card: low profile and unhindered. Nice. This makes me believe. So I've been under the belief for maybe a few weeks now that we're getting an actual battle force box. Like, I think we're going to get like a box like we did with, with shadow collective. Um, and I, this makes me believe that even more, the fact that they're core units. Uh, I'm really, I really think we're going to get like a shadow collective box set. And then maybe like the extra, like, like exactly how the shadow collective wave worked. Um, yeah, or or like any of the other battle force boxes too, right? Where it's yeah. not not the core tools or, or anything, just you know the models and cards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I guess I think the, the reason I'm leaning more towards Shadow Collective is because I feel like maybe Wicket or uh, what's his uh, 
the other name dropped. Law, just... Law Gray? Yeah, thank you. I just had it in my <laughs> Law Gray. Uh, that, that maybe they're like Maul, where you have to get the Shadow Collective box in order to get them. And then, you know, they'll have like extra. I, I don't know. Because the other question is, too, because there's two ways to do it. Like what Shadow Collective did with the uh, A5, where they just had a card that basically, you know, made the AA5 a mercenary unit. Uh, they could do that with the ATST, but like, I think you're really missing an opportunity to have like a Chewbacca model popping out of that thing, you know? And so I would love, I would really love to see them, you know, do something along those lines and have a special ATST because I would love to see the model get updated too, you know, and like have a yeah. special ATST unit with Chewbacca and, and God. I, I want them to have gliders. Like I want Ewok gliders. Could you imagine like little Ewok <laughs> gliders flying? Oh my god! Oh, I'm That's, so happy. I would love for all the different like obscure battle forces to happen yeah. and be fully fleshed out. That's like one thing that I'm a little jealous of the 40k games is how like much depth the different factions. Not jealous of the yeah. balance, but uh, yeah, I would love to have Ewok gliders and like Ewok archers, and then oh you know, God. while we're at it, won't we have Night Sisters on Rancors, Night Sisters with bows, <laughs> zombies, gun what? gun riders, the, gun yeah, gun troopers, gun gun just, giant lizards? It's strange to me because I don't believe it's the it's not the rule set that's holding it back, and maybe it's Lucasfilm that's holding it back. But there are all these opportunities, like you could have like rock catapults that the that the uh that the the ewoks have like i mean there's so many like potential for like new faction like sub factions that have just like weird new weapons that don't make you know what i mean and i i just i it, like there's so much opportunity i think it's just yep. resources right like yep. gw has the huge teams for developing this and yep. the game's been around a lot longer so like they have a lot of more old units, right? Legion's getting big now since it's been around for a couple yep. of years. Um, but I, I since AMG, by their description, is there, they all kind of work on all different games. It seems that the you know the amount of bandwidth is not the same. Where you know GW, AOS, and 40K, like they're two big babies, and they put a bunch of time and effort into it. And I'm, yeah, I'm sure the team that works on 40K is bigger than all of AMG. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, oh, 100. Yeah, I don't disagree <laughs> with that. But here, here's where I get, here's where it that kind of argument throws me for a loop a little bit. Okay, Ewoks makes sense. 40th anniversary, you're releasing it makes perfect sense to me, right? Like, there's a reason for it. Yeah, the Geonosians. Like, what the hell is the reason for that? Why now? Because separatists cool. need more new things, and they're cool. There's so many better things. I I also think Geonosians is also a bit of a... Uh, like, the, uh, it's obvious that the AMG people are... um, I mean, like me, in the younger generation who, like, like of the Clone Wars, love yeah. the like, uh, prequels and stuff. Because, like, for me, Geonosians are super cool. Because yeah, I grew up with the prequels and stuff, right? Sure. And if you did not grow up with the prequels as much, you probably like Geonosians, meh, whatever. Whereas, like, I one of my favorite things to do in Battlefront Two was play Geonosians, fly around, and shoot clone troopers. So, <laughs> that's <laughs> unit wise, I think they'll be interesting too, because you yeah. know they're these flying guys, so they could have hover ground or different things. And so, I think as far as unit diversity, they also have opportunity. You know, Ewoks are gonna be very unique. Yeah. Uh, going back to our Ewok card, when I first looked at it, I was like, 40 points for white says B1s are cheaper than this and they have guns. But then I was like, oh yeah, they can steal heavies somehow. I forgot that, that was, they said there's something related to that. So I think well, like Geonosian similar. Uh, and they have low profile, which yeah. is a big big dealio. Yeah. The unhindered but I think, seems odd with the new rules. I but, mean, I mean, just move over difficult terrain. Right, like they're just gonna just go move over barricades and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. like um, I mean, Difficult, it's sort of heavier. Yeah, yeah. One like one big difference in B ones and uh, Ewoks course is B ones are droid troopers, so they just <laughs> move wherever. Like they get two actions all the time. So like the thing that'll save the actions at Ewoks is that they can move through terrain. Right. Yeah, that's fair. So, do love it. I do love it. Somebody uh tagged me in something on Facebook that was that have you guys seen the fan-made horror movie for the stormtroopers yep. with the Ewoks <laughs> and he was yeah. like yep this is gonna be Jay as soon as these <laughs> things come out and I was like 100% this is how I will play them 
Um, but yeah, I, I, I've, I've said this a couple of times. Well, um, yeah, I'm really just waiting for Ewoks, like, um, you know, going back to like, oh, hey, what am I going to play? And I just kept going back and forth and everything. I mean, we've been doing this for so long, like everything's just so boring to me. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, OK, yeah. You know, I mean, Dark Troopers are new, but it, they're not like they're just boring. Like, it's just all boring. And these are the first time in a while where I've been truly like, I have this is insane. Like, I am so excited about how crazy these things are. Um, and so I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, I mean, and that's also to your YG notions. I also think like we, now we've seen sort of like the two big sort of species releases are two like species from star wars that are very yeah. different yeah and i like if they sort of have because like i mean there's so, only so much you can do with like i have a, a, a humanoid-esque person with a gun yeah right? yeah there's sure. there's yeah. like only so many different ways you can do before you just start running out of design choices whereas like you start adding wings to things you start adding all oh, little murder bears right that's fair it just adds like more on rancors yeah <laughs> So like, and then like, we'll probably eventually see Gungans who are gonna be like short range throwing bombas at people, and like yeah. maybe have a big shield generator, right? Like it's it adds okay to diversity too. Yeah, we don't what need you another can do Empire demons. troopers. Like I don't need those train troopers where they get like Empire is so many shooty guys. I want to see weird stuff now. So it's interesting, I, and Tim, I you know I hear what you said, but it's like in that regard right like to me um i mean i was i guess i was in high school for the first one and then out of high school for the next two of the prequels but like you know when those came out you know i i almost think like gungans would have been for like and i get what you guys are saying about the flight and there's some cool opportunity there but just like gungan seems like that's that's the big one that i was like oh everybody you know everyone would would flock towards that um they they also could be like they've only shown us one unit of Genosins. They also could not like they could also be like not making a whole Genosin like battle force. It could force. just be separate. It could just yeah. be like a unit, and then like they might be mm. like the next like big battle force could be Gungans, right? I like, gotcha. Yeah. There could be reasons for like right like if you're gonna have big releases, you don't want to have them like all together, both for resources yeah. and sales numbers. So like if if for instance Genosins isn't like a big release and it's just like a unit of like core special forces whatever that you can add to the separatists that could be why they've shown us that already and then like yeah. down the pipe is like the next big army of stuff right whether that be gungans or something else that's all fair yeah i'm just thinking with my with my heart here fellas i just want <laughs> <laughs> I still like um, one of the things, and I don't think it's possible in Legion, but one of the things I've always wanted from the beginning was the battle droids, the de the like deployment tanks, where yeah. they just like, yeah, I forgot the name of it, but where they the just like, um, no, the M um, something, something, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where you just like drive the tank out and like be like B1s are just like piling out of it, like, you know, transport. I would love to have like a transport like five. And you just, you know, yeah. you just got like five B one <laughs> units, a transport five, but only B one units. That would be crazy. <laughs> so the uh, but those things are huge, though, right? They they'd be they're so big. It's like yeah. the same with like an ATTE or a ADAT. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're just so big. Yeah. Um, like so Warhammer yeah. has Apocalypse, right? Which is for big battles. Now that we kind of talk about Legions getting really big, and one thing that could spice it up is more ways to play right i think spec ops i haven't been able to get to it yet because i was prepping for worlds but i think it could be cool if something like that gets fleshed out you know we've expressed we'd love to see specifically like spec ox product but imagine a uh like a an apocalypse style rule set for legion and like the the flagship things it's like an aat the big droid tank yeah a clone walker and uh do rebels have anything big on the ground? No, I don't think so. I know stuff from video games, but I don't know if that's canon enough to. Yeah. <laughs> um, my my thing too is like, I mean, it's sort of like the difference between Armada and X Wing too, right? Like, if you want those big vehicles, it have to be scaled down. And I personally would love a like army, like you know, like ten millimeter Star Wars game, but I don't know how popular that would be. Yeah. I mean, I think you could get like a, what's it called? Or not a relative scale. 
There's a word um, for it. Uh, like uh, elastic scale, maybe. Yeah, or... a flexible scale. Or... Yeah. Because have you seen the ATATs that came from the WizKids Star Wars game? Nope. Have you ever seen those? Okay, well, they're they're not in scale for Legion, but people put them on tables and they look great. Mm. And so I think for some of these bigger things, like even though, you know, the tank could be like the two AATs long and that's not the actual size of that one tank. I mean, mm -hmm. I'd rather see it on the table, you know, two or three AATs yeah. long than not on a table. Well, because I think the actual scale of an AT, -AT is the, the Kenner power of yeah. the force toy line one yeah. which i have that and it's it's giant compared to the battle because i uh or, when this all first happened and i was looking to like build terrain we were my parents live near disney and so they got like the popcorn buckets and yeah. i was like oh those aren't they're not quite the right size and then i found like the kenner toy at like a yeah. garage sale or something i'm like there we go i like put it on the table i'm like holy shit this is huge I'm yeah like, i'm like oh my god well i mean you have to think about like because what it was like there's like six speeder bikes can fit in the back of an aat or something yeah yeah right like line up six speeder bikes <laughs> and 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 yeah. like that's an aat's like back <laughs> yeah so oh, sliding scale that was the thing sliding scale that's the, yes that was yes the, that's but Armada point. uses it, right? Because the Super yep. Star Destroyer shouldn't fit in our Armada table based no. on its size, but right. they they fudge the numbers. And so yeah. I wouldn't be super mad if they did that with Legion. Because there's also, right. what's it called? The Warlord Titans in 40K. They're like huge and you never see them, but like yeah. it'd be kind of cool to have something like that exist. I mean, that's even bigger than like an ATAT -AT would be. Yeah. Well, I, I also think like there's already a bit of a sliding scale, I think. Like yes. a lot of the vehicles yeah. are like have a bit of an applied downsizing to them yeah yeah i think there, there's to. like a giant lizard for seraphon right in your in your game the big lizard oh the giant story yeah that doesn't yep. exist anymore oh uh, it doesn't nope <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm currently building this is uh look at this look at this guy Ooh. this is these models are GW. I was a dinosaur kid, so if I yeah. ever, I would never branch out, but I have definitely looked at those models and thought about it because I, I love Total uh, War and love being lizard guys. Dude, so this game Conquest, they have the orcs. It's orcs and 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 dinosaurs. So like one of their war leaders is an orc on the back of a T Rex. It's frigging gigantic model. <laughs> it's huge. Uh, and so, anyways, yeah. I mean, then you have Seraphon, where you have lizards riding dinosaurs, and yeah. you could have a you could have a raincore like they're the size of an ATST. I was just gonna say, I would love to have a raincore in the game. Like night, yep. I I know I've already said it so many times in this cast, but Night Sisters would be such a cool faction. Yeah, you have like witches that summon zombie units. So you could have like force powers that summon units that you know say they live for two turns or they have like health decay, something cool like that. And Rancor Riders, that would be the coolest thing. Like, I want well, like, sisters on Rancor. And then zombies, too. It's like as you kill small base troopers, they like come back as like super weak models, but they're zombies. And they just, yeah, like, the more you, you can kill, do all the sorts more... of new yep. spicy yep. mechanics with it. So I would love yeah. to see like obscure factions in Star Wars, but that would introduce really unique mechanics. Or you could even like, even borrowing some mechanics, like you could do a, uh, uh, like a version of treat one capacity, like treat capacity. Right, like where if the zombies go down, like they can resurrect them, like as long as it's this turn, if they're within range yeah. one, and they can do up to like three zombie minis a turn or something. Like, yeah, like well, that would be great. Like instead of like spawning them, they you start with zombies as your core units, and then you're like your commanders and operatives or something could like resurrect them once they like. So you think you like. Depleted yeah, like, a zombie unit and they were like raise three or four more per turn. Or yeah, it's something. like treat two capacity infinity, yeah. heal zombie trooper or something like that. Yeah. Well, it's you just have cool. to make it capacity I... six. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I think all that stuff would be super cool. I mean, I'm trying to think what are some other obscure stuff in Star Wars that are not even obscure, but like yeah, mechanics wise, that would be really cool. I won't get into two of the huts. Yeah, the, the huts. huts. Yeah, I won't yeah. get into too many spoilers, but like a lot of the stuff in Mandalorian, right? Like, 
I know yeah. it's it's weird, right? Because it's like a remnants versus rebels or republic. It, it's a weird era now, but like there's ton of new stuff in that. I think even going back, like I think there's a real opportunity to create a uh, Mandalorian battle force where you could I would just love that you could just take all the mandalorians that are available and put them into one you know one well, battle you force. can make a bo katan you can like double dipper right so you can make uh what's the company you can make it like bo katan ahsoka and clones and then have that same bo katan model playable in like a rebel battle force with mandos yeah. And so, like, you can mix and match existing units she, and just give them be new like, battle cards. Yeah, or... she could be, like, three, right? Because she could do, yeah. she could be with the Republic, she could be with the Rebels, and she could be with her own, like, battle force that's, like, a Mandalorian battle yeah, force. Yeah, I, I would like to see just, did like... Did she ever any... fight for Maul? I think she mm. did, so she gave him be in Shadow Collective. Mm. She, he like... kills, uh, what's her, what's his face? Or does she leave before that? No, she, she leaves during the... Okay, so she like, leaves as soon as Maul gets there. I think technically she fights for him, but like she nopes out of there pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, but you could do something <laughs> like so. You would need Bo-Katan, and you would you could make her like her folks be core units, and then you you bring them into the game, and then what you do is you create a battle force where she can she's the leader, the rightful leader of Mandalore with the dark saber. Maybe even ride in a mythosaur. Who knows? And then you know to to scratch Lucas's itch with Rancors. And then yeah. what you do is you give her the dark saber, have her be the rightful leader of 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 Mandalore as a commander, and then she could take all Mandalorians for the army. Like that would I be love man that mounted would be heroes. Crazy. That would be crazy. mounted heroes would be so cool. Yeah, like a uh, Han on a Tauntaun. Yep. Yeah. So, on a tonton just sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, anywho, but yeah, I, I think a like keyworded quote unquote like battle forces where it's like, okay, we have someone who can unite this like faction that has sort of random units across all the, yeah, and just yeah. like whatever they are, throw them in, yeah, which gets real fun for balancing, but yeah, it's neither here nor there. I mean, Mandos I mean, aren't any good right now, anyway. So battle forces <laughs> were never meant to be balanced. Tim, didn't you know? Oh, that? right, right. They're not they're meant just, to be competitive. <laughs> they're just fun. Stop, stop bringing balance into my fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's another easy way to fix your errata problem: is just make battle forces not competitive legal. There we go, and you don't have to balance anything. You just you just remove it from from play. <laughs> yep this is true yep, see i i just feel like legion's getting them like the player base and big enough that they yeah. can start using actual like numbers to help a bit and do quick i mean for example since 2023 has started i think on game uplink there's like over 2,000 games recorded like that's real numbers that the you know you could use to look at these things um so I think I'm optimistic. As a community gets bigger, your communities are play testers, and so I think it should be get easier to balance. If that makes sense. Yeah. Even though there's I mean, more stuff, you got more people playing. Yeah. I mean, one thing like AOS, like at one point was a very unbalanced, very eh game, but then people started doing like stats shows and like recording stats and stuff. Yeah. And GW was like, would not listen to them for a while, and then eventually went, screw it, we'll listen to you. And then once that started happening, like the game got very good, very like. AOS is actually quite a good game now. It's like and a, it's... a resource that's right there, and yeah. you don't even have to do that much thinking. You can just look at the stats, and yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, I'm the stats guy, I guess, for Legion right now. <laughs> like, uh, so I have a mixed, conflicting interests, but uh, <laughs> conflict of interests. But um, yeah, I think it's it, it seems like a no brainer, right? Like you can you can get so much information from that. Yep. Yeah. I made a dino. Oops. Oh, stop lying in front of your face. There we go. Oh, <laughs> nice. Those are such cool models. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. All righty. Well, we did it. Yay. All it took was me uh, finally winning an event in Germany, and then you took me back. <laughs> All it took cast. was getting Kyle off the cast so we didn't have to record <laughs> this at night. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I record with you all the time, Lucas. I'm. It's just. Uh, it's Kyle. 
So for those of you that miss Lucas, uh, write into Kyle and tell him that you don't want him on the cast anymore and you want Lucas <laughs> instead. <laughs> oh gosh, I hope they don't do that. <laughs> I hope that they do because it. it's hilarious. Because you're not going to get the angry message, Jay. I'm going to get the angry <laughs> message. Where all these people tell me to come back on? I'm like, Jay said to do it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. No, good to be back. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We will, uh, you know, we'll see you next week, I guess. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Well, bye everybody. I you know how to say the thing? I don't remember. <laughs> What's Kyle's thing? We are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Lucas. Oh, yes. oh, I'm Tim. Bo. Well, no, I don't like this. I'm Jay, but but I, I don't Stay like this. Stay fresh. <laughs> Cheese bags. <laughs> Woo, he said the thing.